What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I'm here with Michelle, and we are talking about season six, episode five of Outlander. And I get to say two words I haven't been able to say in like three. What is it? Mark me. (laughs) (laughs) We got Bonnie Prince Charlie back in this episode. And you know, the funny thing is, I had heard that he was coming back. Mm-hmm. you know rumor and i was like how are they they have to do a flashback because other than that like how would you do that at this point but i wasn't expecting it like i thought it was just like rumor rumor you know mm-hmm. and then when they open up with the shot of the cliffs and the sea i was like are they doing body comes charlie is yes. that what they're doing and sure enough we got them and we got the two mark me words now I tell you, when I first met that character, you know, season two, oh my God, that phrase got on my nerves so bad, <laughs> so bad. Like you could have a drinking game off the t- number of times he said that phrase, but over the years, I kind of, I come to miss it because he was one of those characters that was, he was irritating. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, I feel like he was sincere in a lot of ways. Like he really wanted things better to be better for Scotland. But he was also just so clueless on a lot of things. And poor Jamie, he had to sit there and pretend to be. Well, I don't think at the end he was pretending. I think he really genuinely like cared about him. Like maybe not, oh yes, this this should be my king. But I think just as a person, he's just kind of like, okay, you know what? He's not so bad. But I thought it was fun to see him in this episode, <laughs> even for the brief moment we got him. Yes, it was in fun. 1746 Scotland, escaping, right? And, and, and he was annoyed to be in the outfit. I mean, she's trying to <laughs> get you on the boat the best way possible. You're trying to escape, and you're like irritated because you got to wear a bonnet, and you right, you're irritated with your outfit. I'm sorry. Well, this right. is the way we're going to do it. Welcome to our life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know she was looking at him like, you really have the nerve to complain that you have to wear this for what? They may have been traveling for what? A couple of days. And she's like, this is what I have to wear every day. Get over it. I'm trying every to save day. your life. <laughs> and to live, if I have to do that to live, I'm, of course I will do it. I'm not going to complain about this. Right. Because you can just stay in Scotland and let them kill you or imprison you you can go join your friend james and arsmere oh i don't think he'll be able to handle that uh, no he he would I, well, really because i was gonna say if he was in a place like arsmere and you have jamie and his people there they might protect him but okay then you have people like tom christie and his folk who might be like kill him kill him so nah he might not because, yeah you know, one morning he would not wake up so mm-hmm. sorry somebody would have stabbed him in his sleep yeah or slit his throat or did something mm-hmm. they would have like smothered him or something so yeah he probably wouldn't have survived prison but you know this is where we see he's on his way to to his exile for the rest of his life but the important part about this as we'll find out later on in the episode is the, the episode is not exactly about him it's about 
the the woman Flora McDonald who mm-hmm. helped him to escape. But um, one of the things that I did love about this episode that was very different from what we usually see is they showed their boat coming off the shores and and you know they're kind of sailing towards um they're sailing towards France and they open the skyboat song in Gaelic Mm -hmm. and they have like a different opening montage so it's not the regular opening montage that we usually have with Claire you kind of see a little bit of the sky and and of the waters and of the boat sailing and I thought it was very comforting which is funny because when I first heard the new version of the theme song I wasn't sure if I liked it yes I can agree to that and and then hearing it in Gaelic I had to get used to it because I'm not used to Gaelic singing Mm -hmm. but now I love it like the more I hear it I love it and so watching this episode and seeing them come into the mountains and it's just green and beautiful and I was just like I feel really relaxed right now. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was very calming and it was very, um, I, it was unexpected for me. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting to like it that much. Well, side note, I'm liking how they're doing it differently on, on the different episodes sometimes mm-hmm. with the opening. I'm enjoying yeah. that. Yeah, because for so long, we got a lot of the, and I think we still do like you still get some of the scenes from the first and second seasons mm-hmm. like kind of thrown in there but they do show um scenes that are a little more up to date with where we are in the current storyline but just the fact that we it was just so completely different this time and then like I said the song was done completely in Gaelic I loved it I was like okay this is nice so does that mean they're about to kick our butts in this episode but it wasn't really that bad no, you, it wasn't. I mean, you said it was kind of boring. I'm going to say the episode was a little blah. That's just how I feel. I mean, there was a couple of highlights in the episode. However. Yes, there were. There were was, some highlights. There were some highlights. However, I was thinking, wait, coming off of our last episode, I'm thinking, okay, we kind of, sometimes you kind of need that episode where you can, you got throw in some important information, some highlights and just just a calm before the storm mm-hmm. that's why i kind of felt this episode was a little calm before i feel like we're about to hit a freaking tornado if they go the way i colliding with the hurricane that's yeah, how i'm feeling so this is how i felt this episode was it wasn't touching like the last couple of episodes mm-hmm. where you you know you're breaking my heart here it was like ooh. You know, we'll talk about the highlights. Here's some highlights. Here's some things that we wanted to see. And we just got like you Lord all. Look, yes, back. I didn't want to say that. But yes, getting you all peaceful. Like you just was calm and peaceful before you hit that tornado hurricane storm that we're about to hit. Yeah. But Lord John Gray is back. Yes, I'm I so did enjoy that. Because, I did. you know, after the last season, you know, with everything kind of uncertain about COVID and everything you know he had announced at the end of season five that Lord John Gray wouldn't be appearing in season six he was like no I think I'm done with Lord John Gray and we were like for the rest of the show or just for next season and no one really answered that question Mm -hmm. but I'm thinking maybe because I believe he was shooting another show 
So maybe if they had done season six a little bit earlier, it would have conflicted with whatever he was shooting. But maybe because of COVID and because it took them 655 days for a <laughs> drought lander to come through, maybe they were able to work it into where mm-hmm. we, we got his character back. But anyway, we got our baby back. I'm so happy. Yes, yes, I'm yes. So happy. I, I love, love it. Because I love him in this role. Like I do too. And like, it, it's a perfect fit. I mean, it's just perfect. Because he so. has that right amount of seriousness mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of, this is who I am. And then he has just that little bit of snark and playfulness that you really only see when he's around like Jamie, Claire, and Brianna, you know, because to everybody else, he has to be kind of like proper, Mm -hmm. but those three, and, and this is actually great considering the fact that when he and Claire met, they didn't really like each other because I think they kind of looked at each other as competition. competition. Mm -hmm. But now I think there is a genuine love and respect there as friends and as family especially considering that he is the father figure to you know William so I think that there's um you know that barrier has gone down and then of course you know his whole history with Brie before she even realized that Roger was still alive or that he was coming back you know he was a very good friend to her at a time when she was very angry with Jamie you know, for selling Roger in the first place. Of course, Jamie didn't know, but he became a very good friend to her. And she is one of the people that I think he really can kind of be himself around and mm-hmm. not and not feel some kind of way. So just seeing him in this episode, I was like, yay, he's back. He probably this will probably be the only time we see him this season, but probably so at least we probably saw him. So. We at least saw him. Right. And the other thing is where we're not just talking in the last episode about how we really wanted to see them dress up again and go back into town and kind of be social and get off the ridge for a little bit because they're dealing with a lot of drama on the ridge and they just need a breather and they got they needed a little vacation they did well i don't know if i would consider this a vacation (laughs) well i'm not great you sure for claire it wasn't (laughs) okay um self-medicating and then also the ladies had their little hemp you know <laughs> they had a little ladies club i enjoyed that they did but i mean claire are you gonna take a hit and then be late for the guest of honor speech like okay so i had an issue with that because i'm thinking when you're at home it's different you know you're in your operation you can self-medicate you 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 know you fall asleep you wake up whenever everything's okay they're like oh she's taking a nap Mm -hmm. however you're not home right you're at a party and you go off to the side because you needed a little you needed a moment yeah which those moments are not short moments to make it it appears that those moments are long so why would you do that now Again, I don't like this ether storyline because I don't feel like it's clear. It just feels so, especially, and I, and I realize this happens in real life. You know, there are doctors who are addicts and are still able to take care of their patients, but it's just the, you know, the way that we've always seen Claire, she's always been about her patients first. 
mm-hmm. you know, even even the people who did her wrong, like Lionel Brown, she wouldn't do harm to them. So the fact that she is putting herself at risk, really, to harm her patients, because we don't know what kind of long-term effects that ether is going to have on her. You know, this is something that shouldn't even exist in her in the time that she's in right now. Right. You know, and granted, Claire is a brilliant physician, but still, again, you are messing with things that are not supposed to exist at this point in time. And you don't know how that's going to come back and bite you in the ass. You don't. And, and typically that to, to, you know, have a negative impact on mm-hmm. her when she's treating her patients. What if she makes a mistake? You know, and that's the whole thing I'm sitting here thinking about. I'm like, this is so not Claire because I don't think Claire would put herself in that position to jeopardize a patient. I agree. And typically I disagree with you with, okay, this is not typically Claire, but this episode right here where you're not in your environment and you put yourself at risk outside. uh, Now I was like, okay, that's not really, she wouldn't really do that. Right. I can see her doing a lot at home because she's seeing his ghost, Lionel's ghost, Mm -hmm. but the way you, you left the area Mm -hmm. so you should be you should be okay you she shouldn't be doing that so i kind of like i agree with you on that one yeah it's just (gasps) anyway so what happens is they're in wilmington to listen to Mm -hmm. floor mcdonald and floor mcdonald is basically you know like we said she helped bonnie prince charlie escape from scotland all those years ago but now she's here as a loyalist telling Mm -hmm. her fellow Scots people to be loyal to the king. And again, Jamie is at this point where he has decided, okay, you know what? I can't be an agent for the king. He's already resigned his position as the representative to the Cherokee. And, you know, now he's got to sit here and look at somebody that was once kind of an ally to him, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody that he knew that he was friendly with. And she's, you know, telling everybody why they should follow the king or why they should, you know, and it's just, Jamie is just in this weird position where he's just like, which, what, and, huh? What What am I supposed to do? Right. And then on top of that, we find out that, yes, um, Fergus has gone on to New Bern. Yes. To become a printer. Because... Aunt Jocasta bought him a print shop. <laughs> Aunt Jocasta is a busybody, but I can't say. Yes, that I'm she mad is. At her. I can't I, say that I'm mad at her. You can't. She was trying to do best by him. So I can't. She's, you can't be mad at her. No. And I absolutely love her. So I was excited to see her. I love her snarkiness. I do. And, I do. And we said this in the last episode too, because I said, you know, we were talking about. Aunt Jocasta and you know just her her fire and mm-hmm. her snark and you know her back and forth with Claire you know I think she and Claire really care about each other they really love each other but they also challenge each other because yes. they're both very strong-willed women and so yeah this this was the fun part of the episode for me because I will say I know the Christies are playing a huge part of this season but at the same time I was really getting tired of that storyline. So yes, I'm we really need glad, others. Yeah, so I'm really glad that we have 
a break from that you know and you get to see Claire and Jamie reminisce a little bit about the about their time you know back with Bonnie Prince Charlie and you know talking about Flora McDonald and Jamie just kind of you know trying to figure out okay so she's here to talk to you know the Scots about being loyal British subjects and then at the same time receiving receiving a letter from a son of liberty like, hey, come and meet with us. We're going to talk about being rebels to the king. I was like, yes, it's Jamie, don't time. you go getting in trouble right now. You have no time to be in trouble. None. You got way too much stuff going on right it's now. It's too so. much. But it's good that we did take a break and that we're in town so we can see other characters and get a different storyline. Like Lord so, Trump, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I absolutely love that character. I adore his character so much. So I do too. I was very happy but to see him. We do know this that Flora McDonald has a necklace and it is missing a stone. You know, who has that stone? <laughs> that's the, you know, that's the funny thing because when we see the stone at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. and obviously I'm not going in order at this point, I just want to talk. Yeah. When we see that stone at the end of the episode, I remember you asking me, who was that in the jail? Yes. I think that was the guy who was with Lionel Brown's group that was from the future. The one who asked Claire the question about, does the name the Beatles mean anything to you? Because if you remember, okay. he had very, he had long flowing hair and he was mm-hmm. kind of, he was kind of not small, but he was, he, you know, he wasn't as stout or as built as Jamie. Okay. But I believe that was him because he said something about, he was just trying to get home, you know? And that was one of the reasons, you know, Claire was trying to get him to help her. She was like, look, I know where some stones are. I know I, I, I can get you a gemstone. I can help you get home if you help me. And, you know, he didn't help her. He kind of- He didn't talk. help. Right. And she in the did- middle of the night. Yes, and she did tell she did tell Jamie about it and said he didn't help. But it's just I feel like it's it's someone else. I, I just have a feeling like it's, it's just another character that may be a problem. But I don't, don't feel know. like he's a problem, but I don't know who else it could be. Right, because even even with me thinking about what I remember from the books, I don't remember, I don't think anybody else had that kind of impact or was from the future i think it was only this guy it was only him okay that i remember i do think that there may have been because when he came back he came back with a group so it was him it was otter tooth but i think all of them if i'm not mistaken i think they came through or they went through the stones together but i think they ended up in different places okay if i remember correctly so that's why when claire mentioned otter tooth he was like, you know him, you've seen him, is he alive? And Claire was like, no, he's dead. And he was like, how? You know, so I think it has to be him because I can't think of okay. anybody else that it that it could be or that they would introduce in that way here because, because you're automatically looking at it like, okay, he has a gemstone. Obviously he has to be a time traveler. He has to, but he was whistling. What was he whistling again? Um, do you oh, remember? I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the tune right now. 
I'll see it when when it plays later on. But yeah, he was whistling something from the future. So that's another reason right. why I think you was you would think it was him. And I cannot and see, remember I, his name. I would say it wouldn't be because the tune he was whistling, I would be like, he wouldn't really be whistling. I thought it was like a baseball tune or something. It just felt like he that no. wouldn't be a song that you would be singing. It was Okay, so we paused the recording to go do a little research <laughs> because it was bothering us. And apparently he was whistling the Colonel Bogey March. And, okay. you know, you, you hear this all the time. Like they used to play it in, um, I have heard it on ice cream trucks. And you yes. hear it in like different cartoons, different movies, but I don't know why he would be whistling that. I'm sure there's probably some significance because to be, but they I, don't they don't put stuff like that in the show just willy nilly. They it don't has to be some kind of significance. I just and and this little thing just made me realize. Okay, I'm gonna have to start doing a little more research before uh, coming on here talking about it because that was really bothering me that I couldn't remember the name of the march. But um. But yeah, I, I still don't feel like that would be the song he would be whistling. So I don't know. There's a small chance it could be another character that introduced. I don't know. I, I, I still think it's him. And Wendigo, what's his name? Wendigo, yes. Because so I remember a, when I heard it, a my, small mind chance. Went, my mind went to Supernatural. Like, oh, is he is he a flesh-eating uh, beast or a shapeshifter? <laughs> or? Yeah. So anyway, um. So yeah, so you don't think it's him. I think it's him. So I guess a small chance. So I guess probably is because we haven't encountered another time traveler, and we we encountered him last season. So right. probably so. And then it was very clear to um, when Jamie, sorry, when Claire told Jamie that she met him and that he did not help her. So clearly that's going to be brought up again I yeah feel. so it's probably yeah it's probably because like i said they don't really put those kind of details in and just leave them open-ended like those details are there for a reason so i feel like it's kind of connected and especially since we're kind of sort of at the end of this season because we only mm -hmm. have seven episodes this is episode five so the fact that we saw him at the end of the last season and now you know, we see this mysterious figure at the end of this season. And again, I'm telling you, go back and look at that episode and look at the hair. The hair, I, did, I think, I just is what gives it away. Thinking somebody was in prison a while, they got long hair. However, he did say he was trying to get home. Yeah. So he stole and he, yeah, he McDonald's jewels. Right. So he couldn't have been uh, in prison too long. He couldn't have been you know. locked up for too long because she mm -hmm. had just uh, lost the necklace or lost the gemstone mm -hmm. that morning. Yeah. So, so okay i think i'm right yes you probably are it's a 95 percent chance that it's him five percent chance it could be somebody else yeah that's true <laughs> but yeah gemstone long hair i think it's him but again i am a little puzzled as to why he chose that particular piece of music i mean i know if i remember correctly the british they do use it a lot or they did use it a lot back in those times but mm -hmm. i just, I just We'll have and do see. you think that he knew that Claire was out there by any chance, or if it's just a coincidence that he was in jail and they were in Wilmington and she heard it? I think if he was in Wilmington already, 
and she and Jamie got there, you know, for the express purpose of going to see this, um, you know, this speech. If he was in the area, like we already know he was very close because he stole her necklace, mm-hmm. stole one of the gemstones. Now she recovered the necklace, but I think maybe he was hanging around and may have seen Claire and Jamie. And probably that was why he whistled that because maybe he figured she would recognize it. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Oh yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, yeah, because I don't think that song was um I don't think that song was composed back then. And I think that's why it struck Claire um in that way. Yeah. 1914 that's when it was composed so they wouldn't have known it back then this is 1776 right that's why when she yeah. heard it she was like okay that is from my time mm-hmm. but she didn't say that of course because she thinks it's all in her head right you know Too and much i think, ether. and I, I mean i was gonna say <laughs> she she did take some ether yeah she's, she's day, yeah so. she's not in the moment she has other things on her mind right so i i don't know but you know what? We'll talk about this later okay. because we need we need to go back to the ridge and and discuss some things. Oh yes, because something we talked about a few episodes ago. It's called the Roger and Amy Show. <laughs> <laughs> I told I you this episode. I said well, Michelle gonna have some things to say about. This. Yes, I. <laughs> oh yes, I told you Amy was looking for a man, and Roger is his name. And poor Roger, he's just so, he's so naive. He is. And he doesn't see it. And I mean, she's not being, she's not being overt about it. Let's she's just not. However, he gave her signs that it's okay because he's spending so much time helping her. And every time she needs something, he's there for her. And that's the same thing he told Brianna, you don't need me. She need me honey bitch you know when he said that i was like okay i see his point because brianna is a very independent woman again she she's is. from the future she's not brought up to be you know to be like oh i need to depend on a man to take care of me and stuff like that and roger is still kind of trying to figure out what his place is there mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know similar to brianna but Brianna is kind of doing what she wants to do and Roger is kind of like I don't know what I want to do I still think that he really is going to go the path of you know becoming a minister because again I remember that from the book but also we see him we've seen him do that during this season and it seems like something that he really enjoys so so I feel like he's going to do that and of course you know as part of ministry you do help those less fortunate. You do. But I think the problem with Roger is he, I think he still has to realize what time he's in with certain things because he had the same thing happen to him with, um, I, uh, I can't remember her name, but the ancestor of his that he was nice to that ended up getting him hung. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you know, he was just trying to look out for her and her kids because, of course, that's kind of, that's his ancestor. So if something happens to them, then technically speaking, he won't come to be. 
So I think he has his heart in the right place, but he does he have does. to remember you are in the late 1700s. And when you spend that much time with a woman, especially She's that going to expect. Her wife, especially when you're around them damn gossipy fisher folk. Yes. They're going to start talking and then there's going to be problems. And Amy's going to expect something. However, I still feel like Roger will still have this issue in the future. Just the type of man he is. Not in a bad way. Because Brianna was raised to be independent. Mm -hmm. So I think he would still have a problem even in the future because she'll be off doing things. He's like, oh, you don't really need me. He will go help. Right. People. I'm going to say other women. Not Mm -hmm. even thinking. And then those women be like, hey, Roger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just think that's the type of person he is. But I think too, I feel like a little bit in this sense, because you see Brianna also in this episode, she's off with Malva and Lizzie and um, why did I just forget her name? Oh my God. No, you didn't. Marcely. Now I'm about to say, I you didn't forget her name. Oh, yeah, so. This is just about the last episode we see Marcy. So no, is it going to be? Because she's going to go. Because she's going to go with Fergus. <laughs> that damn. I'm Jocasta. tad bit upset about that. That damn Jocasta. But anyway, so she's off with the four of them and she's looking for a place to build like a cistern. And I'm like. Water pipes. Oh, yeah. But I'm like. Brianna, she go again well i don't okay so i know we have a problem with her doing too much from the future great i like what you say indoor plumbing we you about to do something with plumbing but it's like yes i feel like maybe i'm not i'm not saying that she should act like she needs his help or anything like that not pretending that way because oh, yeah. no brianna is very capable but maybe include Roger in that, you know, especially mm-hmm. since, you know, he's kind of floating, trying to figure out what he wants to, what he wants to do. It's obvious he likes building things because mm-hmm. that's what he's doing over there with little Amy. He's trying, he's building her cabin. <laughs> we know he likes to build things because he fixed up the, the little house for them once Jamie and Claire gave it to them. You know, he yes. added a loft and he did some other stuff. So if he likes to build, give him an opportunity to work with you, you know, to, to help you, especially if you are in that mind space that you are spending too much time over there. Okay. Give him something to do over here. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, not, ne- not necessarily saying that she should make herself out to be needy or that she needs him. No, but just include, just include him. Yeah, include, mm-hmm. like that's your partner. Right. And he's a good sounding board because he is from the future. So he can literally help you like, okay, we can't add this, but we could do this. <laughs> right. Like, look, you're it, not about, I'm not about to have my wife hung as a witch. So I'm going to need you to slow your roll. Right. Maybe not include right. this. And maybe not, maybe stop making the vroom vrooms progressively better and just... <laughs> I just need her to stop. We go one one episode. We go open it up, and she's working on a uh, a Corvette in a minute. <laughs> right, but um, so um, but I like how Brianna wasn't like jealous or upset about it. She's just like, I'm just gonna just let you be aware that you know, right? right. Uh, but did you, you see when she was much- walking with the girls and they were asking her about Roger? She was like, Well, he's he's helping 
uh, fix Mistress McCallum's hearth. So it's just us girls. Did you see the way Marvel was looking at her? Yeah. Like, why are you looking at her like that? And then, of course, they come across a love charm mm-hmm. of some sort in the grass with what is it that Marcella says? Dried seaweed, bones, and flat, flat, uh, flat rocks. And she's like, um, I think these are people bones. Who casting love spells? And of course, they start trying to figure out like yeah, who's, doing this? who's doing that. And even I don't know, just I don't know. We'll we'll talk about her later. Lizzie okay. has one of her little fainting spells from her malaria, which I think this is the first time they've really mentioned it in the show but that's that's literally like when um when she met brianna she -hmm. was suffering from malaria and that was one of the reasons why um well in the books you know um lizzie's father was part of the story he's not in this but he was part of the story and he wanted her to get away from france like was it france yeah france because yes because he needed her to be better you know and he was like she needs to be somewhere that's that's not um you know that where where she can start getting better where she can have better access to medicines or something and he um i think he indentured her to brianna Mm -hmm. so that she would come across on the boat with her to the states i believe that's what the story was in the books so I don't recall them really mentioning her malaria in the show. I think I may have heard it once. One time, yes. Right. But we've never seen her have that situation where she's getting faint and, you know, they have to carry her back. But um, <laughs> oh. I know we're only laughing because we know what happens in, in I think it's the next episode. And yes but you have already kind of not the next episode but it's the episode after that yeah but you already have hinted at you know her and the twins and you guessed it too so. yeah relationship because when they show them it's just it's always the three of them and mm-hmm. they're peeing back and forth so we get a little insight that something we're about to see something develop here yeah so so yeah we don't know who does the love spell um quite interesting so who's who's bones who's fingers i mean well well i mean we do find out later on in the episode but it's just and who did it but i'm just and i will be curious to know who she did it for but girl, would you like to just go there let's let's just, let's go, just there. go there we're already there we're, we're already there so malva did the love spell using when did the grief eater the sin eater the sin eater okay the his sin bones. eaters his bones his fingers so my question is i want like to know how the sin eater died in the first place because when we saw him at the not not quite funeral <laughs> right he was fine he, he ate he was fine he was he, older he ate the sin and and he did that so i was like okay so what happened did he get sick i don't know did she think- kill him I don't know if I think she, I don't know. Because how do you happen upon, like, like, I don't think she would have like physically killed him, but maybe, you know what? 
if you think about her looking through Claire's books in the last episode, mm-hmm. you remember when Claire was showing her the notebook and she was reading through it and Claire, yes. said, yeah, you can look at it. And she asked, why do you document all of this stuff? And this is for people, you know, so they can benefit from it. Maybe Claire has some other things in there too, like what to avoid. And maybe, I, I don't know. I mean, there could have been so many different things like Malva could have come across the Sin Eater. He might've already been dead or she may have lured him in there and killed him for what purpose? I mean, well, of, of uh, obviously to, to create the love spell because she's she's literally sitting there cutting his bones off. And right, I and I just can't see her just happen upon him dead or sick. I feel like she'll be more of a seeker. He's older. Yeah. I can give him a little poison. So I don't really know what's going on with her. Especially if she's curious about all that stuff. Yes. But the love potion thing... Who is the love potion for? I, girl. Okay, so let, let let let's let's count down the possibilities. Well, it yeah. Is, um, the dude she was caught in the church with. Yes. We know she's been making eyes at Ian. Yes. She had that brief encounter with Jamie, where you know he walked her he walked her home from the woods, but also remember she um she was watching him and Claire. Right, that's what I'm saying. It will so be Jamie too, because she watched. She was very interested in their um, their their tryst. Yes. So maybe you so know, it could again, be him too. She might have that might have aroused her curiosity or aroused her, or and she might have been like, "Oh, okay. Well, let me see if I can do." I, I don't know. I don't but know. I'm to the point now where I ain't trusting you. Right. We see, since I don't have the background of the book, this episode, you do see the other side of her. Mm-hmm. You do. Because at first, you're like, oh, who did this love, you know, love spell? Could it be Amy? You know, maybe she really want Roger. You know? But, you know, it's not really Amy. Mm-mm. So, okay, who has done it? Mama did it. Okay. But when she flipped the script, flipped the switch on oh, Roger. Roger. I was like, like out of like not like oh I've been caught please don't tell my daddy girl it was like no Dude. it was instantaneously she just jumped up and said okay you want to say something I'll say something about you kissing no Amy and Roger's like that's not true she was like who gonna believe I was like I was like oh oh okay this is this is how we play in this game girl, I had okay Sonic playing in my head this bitch got me. I mean, and I'm all over here defending you, saying you can let your dad fall off that horse and don't go get no help. <laughs> you know, I've been on your side. <gasps> thinking maybe something not right with your brother. But it's you. <sighs> See, that's when you have to watch those friends, watch those people who are just quiet and they observe everything. Mm-hmm. because they're the ones that when something happens they quit mm-hmm. and notice she has so. been very observant she yes she has, has. Been absorbing everything that claire has been teaching her mm-hmm. like watching everything so you know what at this point even though i know claire only has the one um 
you know, cup to go over her face. I wouldn't be surprised if Malva put oh. some ether on a on a handkerchief and you took it to that thin eater. That's that's a great he idea. She may have. And he's already so old. So and remember, Claire specifically said, you know, when she put it on Lizzie's face, she said, Don't hold it on there too long. I, you know we don't want her to stay asleep longer than necessary or if you keep it on too long it could be harmful maybe she put it on his face and, and suffocated him with it yeah okay it. because it's not yeah. like that had to have been his hut because mm-hmm. one she's so little i don't think she could have dra- she could have dragged him there she couldn't no Mm-mm. it looked like a hut that he might have stayed in so i don't know maybe okay. she came across him and she was like and she just happened to think oh this is a perfect opportunity he's too old so he can't fight me you know or maybe she just came in talking to him about maybe she wanted to confess some sin or something like that or she needed some help and now that i'm sitting here thinking about it yeah she could have killed him right and then experimenting on him too trying out some of the things she saw in um claire's book girl that's one that that's one to pay attention to so I think that's a great idea. She probably did do you still that. Still want her daddy to fall off a horse? She sounds like she need a whooping. Right. I'm not. Sure. I'm not so sure he needs to fall off the horse because he may need to still be alive to help her. Oh goodness. Mm-mm-mm. I'm just. Mm. I mean, quickly switched. Right. Us, so. <sighs> Yeah, Rogers, but Rogers gonna have to be careful now. He's gonna have to be extra careful. Extra careful. But I think by the end of this episode, he realized that it's okay to go and just check on her, like you check on everyone else, and get someone else to help her. Like literally get another man that she can connect with, which he had to, to do. Which he had to to be her new man, right. not you, because. Then he started, his eyes started to open up after they had that, him and Brianna had that conversation when, you know, she's sitting you at the head of the table, like you're the man of the house, Amy, and mm-hmm. Aiden's kind of like, act like you his dad. Okay, it's time for you to go. Right. I just, mm-mm. And you know, she just, but anyway, like you said, after Roger has that encounter with her, you know, he, he goes back home and he tells Brianna, okay, so such and such is gonna, you know, help him. I mean, help her, uh, because I, I need to be here, you know, with, with my family, you know, it's, it's just the three of us. And then Brianna says four. And I'm like, finally, (laughs) Mandy. That's what I was thinking of you. I was like, okay, you did mention this. So here it is. Finally. We're getting a second baby. She's yes. So yes, uh, Roger, you definitely need to stay at home now. Yes, but you know, and and Brianna is very understanding to him when they have the conversation because she's like, "Look, I understand your, I understand the way you are about young mothers." And again, same thing with um, and I still can't remember her name, but um, you know, Mistress McKenzie from the boat. She mm-hmm. was a young mother. And like mm-hmm. Brianna said, you lost your mother very young. And I think you have an affinity towards young mothers. You want to make sure that they're taken care of and they're helpful, but you just have to be careful because sometimes they may, 
They may take that for granted or they may try to take advantage of it. I don't think Amy was trying to do that. No, I, but I mean, Roger is a very likable guy. He, and he ain't too bad on the eyes either. No. So when you're by yourself and you have this young boy to take care you're of, alone. this other little baby, and you're alone and this guy is showing you a lot of attention, even though it's just because he's being nice, he's trying to make sure you and your children are taken care of. Yeah, things might get misconstrued. She might, she might read those signals a different way. She did. And and now it's like, and now she realized because he pondered off on somebody else that okay, um, I guess he doesn't feel the way I thought he felt about me. It's okay. I'll move on. Yeah, it's okay. He has Brianna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Right. And anybody who's ever seen him in Brianna knows that. Gonna penetrate net. No, nope. there's no coming in between that. As much shit as they have gone through to be together, <laughs> yeah, no, ain't nobody touching that. No, not at all. And now you're definitely not. There's another baby on the way. You know. So, and you know, I hate to say this because we already know that Roger has accepted Jimmy as his own, but there's still been nothing incontrovertible saying that jim Mm -hmm. is his biological but we know that this one is his and then not only that he gets to be there for all of it because he missed jim's whole pregnancy he he did because of because of everything that went down and with the mohawk Mm -hmm. and everything so he gets to be here and be present and be an actual father this time so that news made me so happy for him yes congratulations he deserves it. yes he does he deserves it i'm sorry roger been through a lot Girl, <laughs> i mean he that has whole, that whole family has been through a lot they have it, you know claire kind of feels like it's because they came back in time yeah because you know brianna been through a lot too so that you know that's traumatic also so mm-hmm. it, it's a lot so congratulations to them happy that they're you know having this baby kind of they um it. they do i'm not looking forward to the decisions they have to make that you kind of brought up that was in the book dealing with you know maybe going back home going yeah. back to the the future so yeah and we'll like see I how said, that turns I out no if i don't know if they go back so, so we'll see how that turns out i know so so i'm looking in the background and malva just got into the hut with the sin eater is it just me or does this dude look like he is moldy? He looks like a really weird shade of green. And he did. Just- That's I was concerned that he'd been dead for a while and that she may, like you, I'm thinking she experimented on him too. Right. And, and she looks almost ecstatic when she's sitting there cutting his finger off. She's like, <sighs> yes. So, okay. Like she, she looks a little bit too excited about that. So we'll see what, see what happens. So I don't know. I'm just saying, Malva, Chris, what, what did I say? The Chris's are going to cause chaos. So mm-hmm. chaos. chaos. And that takes us to, that's why I said this episode was like a little calm. So that means a shit show is coming. Yeah. Especially now that we, we are starting to see her true colors. Yes definitely we are and it's between them and right now the war 
because now we have a clear cut of where Jamie is. He's on the side of the Sons of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Which Lord John is not too pleased about. No, and that's really hard to see because he really was kind of heartbroken about that. Yeah. But but my my I had an issue with it though because John, you really trust Jamie. So if Jamie is making the decision, he is not making it lightly. He right. has thought about this and it's something that is leading him down this path. And you got to trust that it may not seem right, but it may be a reason mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Especially if you think about it, like Lord John is one of Jamie's best friends. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the man whom he entrusted the care of his son. Not only that, his son is a British officer now. Yes. You know, and even though William doesn't know that Jamie is his his father, you know, that that's spoken of clearly. So I don't think Jamie would do that just on a whim. Like you said, he has considered it. He has been on both sides of yes, it. Yes, he has. He's been on both sides of it. He's a Jacobite and he fought as a red coat. And again, he lost his godfather mm-hmm. wearing that damn red coat. So he's been on both sides. Yes, he has. So I'm sure he has weighed the consequences and he's going to do whatever feels right to his conscience. That's one thing about Jamie. He's always, always done what's right and what feels right with his conscience. He's not going to mm-hmm. do something that he doesn't agree with mm-hmm. if there's not a good reason for it right and that's why i said john lord john should just kind of you know know that okay i don't agree with you mm-hmm. but i'm just going to just see how this goes and kind of listen to you yeah i don't but, think he, but it really him. hurt it hurt him though it did, <laughs> it did. you could like look on his like, face he was I hurt feel like um dude He's a Scot. Do you remember what the British did? I, yeah, I guess he forgot. Do you remember but... how y'all met? Right, I um, guess he forgot those things because he he just was looking like devastated. I'm like, honey, it's okay. I know, I know. But let me tell you, when he was in, when he was standing in that group of gentlemen, and Jamie and Claire walked into the room, did you see the way he was looking? He was like, I don't care. He's still in love with Jamie. Yeah. That's why he was kind of hurt. That's why he was hurt when he, you know, kind of found out where he was going. But he is. He definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. But they always say Claire has that appeal. I said Jamie has that appeal too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he he definitely does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, I think it's funny too when they were talking um and and Jamie asked about William or Claire asked about William, I think. He was mm-hmm. telling them about how he's almost taller than him. And he was like, and he beats me in chess every chance he gets. I was like, that's a nod to Jamie because Jamie used to beat the hell out of him too in chess. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. I love this friendship though. I really I do, do too. I do. It, it has been through its ups and downs and mm-hmm. twists and turns. But I think in the end, Lord John will understand jamie's place because again they have been they have been very good friends to each other so Mm -hmm, i think john will consider that once he gets over his disappointment yeah he will so but um 
you know, it's it's just so funny because the look on his face, he's still looking like so worried. Like you can tell he's still in love with Jamie, poor baby. But you know, who isn't in love with Jamie? I'm just saying. But that's true. But yes, anyway, we got to see them dressed up again. Jacosta is there with her husband, Duncan Ennis, which should be Mercer, but we ain't even gonna go yeah, there. Yeah, we're not gonna go there. But she, you know, she has to, like she said, she has to have a man in this time. Yeah. And then, you know, Jamie confronts her about about helping Fergus. And she was like, Look, I just saw an opportunity to help. And, J- and Jamie's like, yeah, an opportunity, all right. And she was like, what do you mean? Did you, do you not want him to be happy? And Jamie's like, you know, that's not it. She's like, you know, she's doing it because she says, you know, once Marcelly joins him, they'll be safer from people who would think ill of Henri Christian. And honestly, you can't, you can't fault her for that. No, no. If, if that is if her that true. is the reason, if that's the reason. <laughs> if, if that's, that's her the reason. true reason. Because you that's know, a true reason. can be a sneaky little something. What could be another reason? Well, you know what? I think, oh, they did mention that later on in this episode because of the Floor McDonald thing and, and oh, the flyers. And, and the flyers printing, like, yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's nice to have a print master who will print whatever it is that you tell him to because he Well, that would be you. the ulterior motive for the job. But you know, I, which is can later be a dangerous situation for them because if they're printing for the king and then you have Sons of Liberty, a rebellion. Make, right. And then if they're printing for Sons of Liberty, then that's against the king. So that's another issue. So you have to think about it now because that's not a good spot for them mm-hmm. in the upcoming war. Right. Period. And then like here, clearly Jamie is like, okay, well, he starts out the episode, he meets with the Sons of Liberty and he's kind of behind them at first, but then they start talking crazy talk about going and, you know, attacking people and, oh, we're just Mm going to do this. And Jamie is like, this is not what we're supposed to be about. And of course he delivers this rousing speech speech. right before the Redcoats show up. And he was like, look, I just came to warn y'all that the Redcoats were coming and here they come. He was like, okay, hide go this way, go this way. We're playing pool. And he's like, we're not doing anything. We're just, we're just shooting pool. We're just, we're just enjoying company. But I'm like, you know what? Jamie would be a good, and we've seen this. We know this. Jamie would be a good ass leader. Yes. Because he talks sense when most people don't. Don't. And not only that, he has been through so much. He has, he has some world experience. Mm -hmm. And he also has to help in this situation. Yeah, yes, right. He does two of them: (laughs) one on the left and one on the right. (laughs) Let's just say he has a little bit of an unfair advantage about which way this thing is going to go. Yes, he does. And I, but that that definitely, uh, you know, colored his decision too. Like, oh, I already know they're about to lose, so yeah, let Mm, me not be on that side of history. And uh, and forgive me if I'm wrong. I believe that Cornelius is really a name that did help um, with the Sons of Liberty I in starting so. in starting yeah. America. Yeah, I believe so. So yeah, I mean, th- that's so I like how they tied that in. Yeah, 
I mean, and 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 she does that with her stories. Like she it's ties very well. Think about it. Remember, uh, they met George Washington. Yes. In the theater where Claire had to perform that emergency surgery. So, you know, that's why I think we talked about this off air. Oh. We were like, uh, yeah, so is Alexander Hamilton going to Hamilton. <laughs> Maybe we'll see Jefferson too. Right, right. Or Lafayette or any, yeah. any of those. Yeah. Any but, of them. Right. But um, I like the fact too, you know, we, we get to see um, Mary the the servant even though you know servant but you know they do bring her back and she kind of helps you know she she has some words with jamie about jacosta she's like look Mm. i won't keep an eye on her but some some something's not right 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 but um okay let's go back to the ridge for a minute (laughs) because the twins have approached Brianna to find out about Lizzie being sick. And Brianna is the one that gives them the ointment. They're like, she's like, okay, take this to her. She has to, she has to rub it all over. Something tells me she has some, she might've had some help with that. <laughs> I'm just um, saying. Probably, probably. You get so. to the two people that we already can tell she has a thing for both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how they're working that out between them. Like if this is a competition or I, I don't know what's going on with them yet at this point in the show. I know where it's supposed to end up. But I think it's interesting seeing how they're building this up because it's it's like they're being obvious about it, but they're also not just throwing it out there. Right. So they're for some of us subtle. Right. And for some of us who who are not friends with the book readers and just watch shows they may be like oh okay okay and when something happens they're like let me go back there were little signs and they have been signs Mm -hmm. now i paid more attention to the signs because of our conversations but Mm -hmm. there there are signs there but what they do with this triangle or line or circle i don't know where we're going to be with this um it'll be interesting and the ointment may play a role <laughs> because that's kind of it's kind of sometimes when they mention things you're like well why was that important so it's important to talk about she's sick and it's important that this ointment needs to be rubbed o- all over it looked like massage oil to me i'm just saying so then you're like okay it just could have been like take this to lizzie and this will make her feel better and we'll be like okay she's sick but make sure you rub it in yeah yeah but um so at this point uh in the show fiona uh mcdonald has come out and she's met jamie and claire and i love the fact that they're in this proper company because you know you have uh you have major mcdonald here you have lord john gray and when jamie kind of introduces himself and he was like formerly of Brock Turok and she's like the last time I saw you you kicked me in my shin he said well you pulled my hair they were children this is the funny (laughs) thing they were children and everybody's looking at this exchange like what but I like the fact that even with someone who's supposed to be kind of important or that mm -hmm. high up they still sh- they still show a little a, a few human moments like oh i'm yeah. not all i'm not all that important yeah i know him we played as children that sort of thing and then jacosta gets the vapors 
and I don't know if it's just that or Jacasa just kind of wants to leave the room because we have to remember Jacasa, um, she lost a lot. Yes, she during that time. You know, she lost all three of her daughters. Mm-hmm. She lost her grandchildren and, and she really lost it because her husband was a, was a secret Jacobite and she had no clue that he was that deep in. You remember they mm-hmm. sent yep. gold to him and it was because of that gold that she lost her younger, younger daughter. So I don't know, maybe even though she's there with Fiona, maybe all of that just being brought up, maybe it just kind of, she was like, okay, I can't do with this. Let me get out of here you know, or mm-hmm. she just wanted to get away with the women. But I think, you know, too, being married to a man that you really don't love and who is there all the time by your side, that can probably get a bit get too- on your nerves. Yes. So it would. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, mm. the ladies, the ladies go have a smoke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that uh scene and I was like, that was so funny to me because it seems like the most improper thing for them to do at that time. And they're just sitting out there like, we don't care. Yeah. Well, Jacasa had a little eye problem. And what was it? Some pain in her eye. So mm-hmm. we were just trying to get that, you know, taken care of. So, I mean, Claire's the doctor. Yes, she is. But then to, again, to go from that, from treating someone to... 10 minutes later right and like you said it's not like she was looking at lionel brown he didn't show up no i remember and she was outside i mean it was just you could be exposed at any point and that also puts you in a situation where even during that time and i hate to bring this up but during this time you just laid out somewhere a man can just come around and even take advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. They did that so a that's, lot that's, in those days. Right. So that's kind of like also putting yourself in a situation, you know, or even to a point where someone thinks that you're dead. Yep. That come just walking by. So. And not only that. I know that, that does seem out of character. Like I would just expect her to be like, wait to the evening time when they go back to their room. But she- but here's the thing, she's in she's in a she's in a place where she can't just go to another room and do that like she can at home. You know, if Jane mm-hmm. is upstairs asleep in the bedroom, she can go down to the surgery. But she can't really do this here. Mm-mm. But to me, I feel like you're putting yourself at un you know unnecessary risk, not only you, but your husband too. Mm-hmm. Because you know how it is when those tongues start wagging. What happens if, you know, somebody says something to him and then there's an issue with that? You know, Jamie's not about to let people talk about Claire. No, not at all. So that could have been a whole different type of situation. Claire, I'm going to need you to get yourself together. It's gone on long enough. (laughs) Get your act together. It has. Now that she has taken it out in public, I mean, she took it on vacation with her. It's time's up. Time's just, up. And I will say this too. Okay. I am sick of the whole Lionel Brown thing. Like, I, I am get too. what he's supposed to represent. 
and I get that you know he's evil and the actor is great but I'm tired of seeing Lionel Brown this has gone on long enough let it go and it's been like every episode too so yes it's time for her to talk to someone about it talk to Jamie about it yeah so it is time yeah time's kind of up on on that because now we have like three things going on she's dealing with that and then we got the Christie's and then we have the war Mm -hmm. so one of them needs to drop off yes um Lana Brown needs to go (laughs) because once Lana Brown goes then that whole ether thing goes yes and then we don't have to worry about either one of those Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah but um you know the other thing too now that I think about it and I'm watching this in the background too so when the women are sitting there talking as they are you know smoking their stuff I forgot Claire did get reminded of a bad memory that's probably why she took the ether they were sitting there talking and um flora was talking about prince bonnie charlie and you know she was like i don't wish to speak ill of him but he was not a leader of men and claire was like no i don't think he'd mind and then jacasa says something about oh it seems like i'm the only person here who hasn't met royalty and then she was like claire had the pleasure pleasure of meeting the king of france and you got to remember oh what happened yep i do thank you ma'am with Mm -hmm. him to mm-hmm. get Jamie out of prison, prison after she miscarried Faith. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so now that I think about it, and then they, um, you know, when Jocasta was talking about her eye pain, and she was talking about how she still remembers Myrta from when they were young, and she still had those memories, and that she was glad she could still see him in that sense. And I was like, I think Claire was just like, okay, you know what, this is too much for me this afternoon. I just can't take <laughs> I can't I need a moment. She right. Need a and moment. I, think, I need a moment. I think that's probably what it was. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like she was mm-hmm. sitting there preparing, you know, she was preparing a pouch of the hemp for Jacasa to take with her just in case she had the eye pain later. And she just happened to open it up and there's the Ethan. I think she was just like, yeah, okay, let me go on ahead and take care of this real quick. Yeah. Like you ladies, go ahead. I just need a moment. But yeah, we we need to we need to be done with that yeah so i mean and and thinking about that yeah claire has been through some shit they all have but oh my goodness i yeah i just need a, she she I, has and it's been like non-stop since she traveled yeah i mean maybe it, it you, i mean i would okay. say non-stop well i will say she maybe had a break when she came home Mm-hmm. I had Brianna, but then that was a different type of. I'm sorry, that's that's different because yeah. you you're dealing with um dealing with everything there. So right. and then you when you travel, being without the man you love, right? You're with a man you used to love who is basically. I won't necessarily say holding her hostage in that sense, but basically he was like okay if we're gonna if we're gonna be together we're gonna we're gonna be together i'm gonna raise this child as my child you can never think or mention this man again that's that's a different type of prison yeah it is so to 
to not be able to even talk about it. And I mean, mm-hmm. I understand, I understand where Frank was coming from. I, I do but too, again, because at the same time for them to move forward. Right. But you were the one who decided to take her back. Yeah, that's true. And take on the responsibility of this child. You can't expect her to not to just all of a sudden cut him out of her mind. Because right. when she confessed all of this to you, you could see very clearly she loved this man and that it killed her to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As much mm-hmm. as that might've hurt him, I just feel like, again, I, I don't I don't like the way Frank handled that situation. And then things just kind of made it worse. Look, when she started back sleeping with you, and and y'all were y'all were doing good with that. You should just let it go. Just let it but go. But instead, you had to say, "Open your eyes." Which, she doesn't want to do that. Oh, I don't know. Okay, That's but moving forward, so maybe a little bit of a piece then, and then traveling um, back to find Jamie. It that was nonstop to me. Yeah. So she has gone. She has, I feel like she has gone through like a couple of people's lifetimes. I mean, she has gone through a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. This hope looks so good. Hmm? Lord John looks so good. He just, <laughs> he does that look so well because if you see David Barry without this getup, he almost looks like a totally different person. I mean, he still looks good, but his hair is short mm-hmm. and it just, it looks so different. But I, you know, I like, I like this um, vintage clothing. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. And certain people, when they wear it, it just like, I don't know, it enhances their character. He just looks so good. And Jamie too. But now that I'm looking at Jamie in these clothes, I'm like, I miss the curls. <laughs> like we said. Yes, yeah, we talked about that. The curls. Like, I want to see what Jamie looks like with the curls as a quote unquote 50 year old man. Yeah. Can we just get him back just one time? Y'all can do the wig. Just make yeah. it a little bit, you know, just yeah, we can have yeah, that. You could, you could. Little CGI. No, they, they can do a wig. They did a wig for the, the yeah. They can, but just it's just nice to see it's just nice to see the curls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be nice. But oh goodness. Anyway, so we got trouble in the town. You know, Mary comes out. Master Annis told me to come get you. There's trouble in the town. So Lord John and Jamie have to go into the town because you have the rebels and you have the loyalists. And they're not quite getting along right now. No. Mm-mm. Like they're actually, again, this is another print shop in the town in Wilmington. And, uh, you know, the printer says, to Jamie, your aunt had me print these last week and they are there tarring him, you know, or trying they to tar are. him. They're trying to. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Um, Fergus is going to have a hard time later on being a printer because of this type of situation is going to occur. Right. So that does put them in a little bit of danger in the future. It does. It does. But, um, you know, when he's telling her, uh, rather when he's telling Jamie this, you know, they have all the different little broadsheets down there. Mm-hmm. And um, so the drawing is, and I'm looking on the background, it's, it's a picture of uh, Flora McDonald. And it says, um, 
you know, she swore it has her in the boat and it says, God save the king. And it says, Miss Flora McDonald swore an oath of allegiance to his majesty, King George III, having learned or having condemned something, her past mistakes. Her most ardent wish is to ensure that her fellow countrymen are not led astray by schemes of rebellion against the fatherland. <laughs> the American, what is it? The American cities or something like that cannot prosper without Great Britain. So yeah, basically uh, Jocasta is all on the loyalist train. And she's like, yes, everyone should be on this train. And of course the, uh, the, rebel the, the rebellious people are like, uh-uh, you a traitor. And because you printed this, you're a traitor. So yeah, I think um, Fergus is going to have some issues. Yeah. Which is going to be it's going to be kind of sort of difficult because at this point, Jamie has, you know, he has said who his allegiance is to. Mm -hmm. He basically said, I cannot I cannot be one of the king's men. I don't agree with what's going on. I can't do it. So anybody who knows that Fergus is Jamie's son may say, okay, well, if Jamie is a rebel, then maybe his son is too. But then again, if Fergus is printing the yeah. loyalist stuff, it's kind of like, what do you believe? Like, yeah, we know that people will have a habit of you know printing things and doing things that are against their beliefs because of money right and that might end up being what fergus has to do just because uh, jacosta bought that shop and she can pretty much be like oh yeah i'll take this away from you i don't know if she would but i don't think she would but it, it's going to be important because we talked about it a couple of times mm -hmm. in the show so it's it's going to be i don't think this season but maybe next season yeah yeah it's going to be extremely important in this um in the revolution yeah oh i don't know you, you think just when they have time to settle down from one drama <laughs> here they come with another I mean, Jamie has been tarred. Well, it, luckily, he wasn't tarred like those men were last season because that was oh, horrible. Yeah. yeah, that was. He got a little bit behind his ear. but ooh. Just a little bit. Don't take that hair. Maybe if they take the hair, he'll have to grow it back and just be curly. <laughs> now, because now that you mentioned, I do want to see the curly hair again. But, mm -hmm. Yeah. But the other thing too, again, we, you know, we we have always talked about and we talked about the last couple of times how Jamie is very loyal and Jamie is very honest. And him having to have that talk with Lord John today and basically like pretending like he's a loyalist, that bothered him. He was mm -hmm. like, I had to, I had to lie to Lord John today, and I don't like that. So at this point, that's when it's like, okay, you know what? I have to make my decision because things are starting to fall into place. And Claire does remind him, she's like, our, our allegiance is to this new nation. We can't be British subjects and, and go- No, because this is, this is how the war ends. Mm -hmm. And we got to be on the side of, um, of history. Right. 
the right side of history. Yep. Which is definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Oh my goodness. But um, yeah. It's again, that's why I say again, that's why I said this was a okay episode. That was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I like again, I like seeing Lord John. I like seeing Aunt Costa, you know, baby news, yay. Yay. But then we also see like the um we also see the disturbing parts, you know. Yeah, we, are we do. definitely seeing a change with Malva. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It is the it's I, I don't know what's gonna happen in the next episode, but I just feel like because this was like com- almost a calm and neutral episode, mm-hmm. not really focused on anyone, I feel like it is the calm before the storm, especially when we see the switch mm-hmm. in Malva, especially seeing that switch. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting I really I didn't expect her to be doing the love spell. And I clearly didn't expect her to just pop off on Roger as, I mean, ma'am, you're the one, first of all, why would you be saying that mess in front of Brianna? Brianna She wouldn't have. (laughs) But why are you guys making out on the floor of the church? I mean, like literally your dad can come in at any time. It's like you want to get caught almost that's how i was feeling like you want to get caught and then you got caught and then you want to throw throw somebody's business in their face right that is not true so that means you would lie on an innocent man roger was innocent he just helping amy miss amy miss amy he's just helping miss amy right because you don't want to get caught which means you doing some excuse me you doing some shit you killed that man, the sin eater. You cutting his fingers. Yeah, not You're probably experimenting on him. I really think she did kill him. You probably have love spells all over for different men. Well, she definitely had it for what was what was his name? Je- Je- Jebediah Henderson. In the church, really? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like literally, anyone can walk in. You were better off in the woods. <laughs> Can you imagine what would have happened if Tom Christie would have walked in that door instead of Roger? He would have killed her. Or Alan. Oh, Alan wouldn't um, have. I mean, I don't know what Alan would have done, but her dad would have, I don't know. Her consequence, her punishment would have been severe. I don't know. I feel like now with what we see she's you know that she's doing yeah so that's that's the time somebody gonna get caught up right and you know and then jamie committing to the sons of liberty and you know that okay here we go it yeah it begins oh but he did have his uh he did have his words with jacosta about you know the broad sheets and buying Fergus the print shop and he was like he was like what happens if he gets tarred and feathered for not being treasonous enough she said he um he what did she say he knows the dangers he was like yeah I understand that he was like and I understand your grief but if anything happens to my son and he just Mm -hmm. let that 
kind of float there. And then Mary does have to tell him, she's like, look, your auntie hasn't been herself since Mr. Fitzgibbons died. You know, she sits in a chair by the fire, you know, look, uh, what did she say? She, she sits often. I find her in the chair by the fire, having a fitful dream, talking about money stained of blood. And, you know, she's thinking about Morna and she talks about the Morna and French gold. And Jamie's just sitting there like, mm-hmm. I understand, but still. Don't get my son in trouble. Right. And you don't know <laughs> if she has a plan. You know what I'm saying? A plan of revenge. Yeah. And I mean, he understands. What is it that he says? You know, she hasn't lost her mind. She's only lost her heart. Mm-hmm. So he understands. I mean, he's been there. Yeah, but he almost lost his son. So, you yeah. know, that's that was for, for us, that was two episodes ago. He almost lost his son. Right. So He's to like, put him, to him, we just got years. him back, you know, back on track. And now he's in danger again. Yeah, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Brianna need to stop making damn planes. <laughs> Should have moved on from the vroom rooms to the planes. I know. <laughs> it's a very odd looking bird there is nothing bird like it's not and that's what i'm saying she carried it too far i mean literally she will have the indoor plumbing everyone's gonna want to come to their cabin okay, so, because they have all kind of things they're gonna have a hot tub next season so i can't say that i blame her for the indoor plumbing because i mean i can't either but i because no toilet toilet situations in 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 the 1700s (laughs) so i don't blame her for wanting to do do the the indoor plumbing but she she's got to be careful Mm -hmm. she's got to be careful very very careful and stop building more cars and airplanes and making them more and more advanced because people are going to know like something right and that's now. why i feel like that's going to also be brought up later because if they keep showing it like it progresses weekly with her inventions that's why i said well i'm so we're gonna wake up and she under the hood or something <laughs> <laughs> and it's a corvette and you're like where did you get that from <laughs> i mean yeah. they have a hot tub in their, their cabin now i wouldn't mind the hot tub too now <laughs> You know, everyone's coming to their house because they have special, unique things going on. Well, you know, Brianna, I mean, she she's a um, she's a very imaginative girl. <laughs> they're like she get it from a mama. <laughs> yeah, and then they're gonna start accusing her of different things. So, as long as they don't accuse her of being a witch, I think I can I can do without hearing that accusation ever again in the show. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get it, but um, yeah, I don't need to hear it anytime soon because we've heard that enough from season one, just because Claire's a little headstrong and she's a little different and she has different thoughts, but yeah, I, I'm going to need her to, I'm going to need her to slow it down. Mm-hmm. She just needs to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, You know, if you're going to make a plane, start with a smaller plane. Don't make this big thing that obviously has like wings and wheels and what is this because people are gonna look at her weird just like how did you even think of something something like that that. Mm -hmm. 
What? And then, okay, if something happens to them and it's just left with someone else Mm -hmm. and it passed down from generations to generations and they'd be like, that's kind of odd that you, you know, great, 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 great grandmother had a toy that she got from a nearby neighbor and it's in the exact shape of a, a Delta plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or the fact that, you know, hmm, is that where the inspiration for planes came from? Right. You know, it's just. Or when, you know, people are doing those tours of, you know, plantations and ridges and they're like, ooh, this side cabin, you know, it's kind of buried. But what they had was they had this unique indoor plumbing that's similar to what we have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> so. Mm-mm-mm. So we'll see. Yeah. But on to other things. Marsley is packing for Newburgh. She's leaving. I know. But she chewed Brianna out real quick. She's like, have I not been assistant to you? Do you think I haven't no- been pregnant enough times to know when somebody and is she has. <laughs> and she has. <laughs> and I just and that just warms my heart, especially just to know where they came from mm-hmm. in their relationship or even how she felt about Claire. Mm-hmm. and to where they are now that's why I'm on her side and I feel like she should be a part of the club that knows the important information exactly exactly because I think even like I said I've only gotten up to book seven I believe it is but I don't think there's this much interaction between Marsley and Brianna even in the books like okay. they are respectful of each other and you know they are family but this sisterly bond that we see of them in the show we don't really get to see that and i love seeing it on screen love seeing it on screen and now she's leaving and we're not gonna get that and like brianna mm-hmm. said what am i supposed to do having a baby and you're not gonna be here it's just this is bs man doggone jacosta I know. And what's going through my head right now is Fergus need to have a little meeting with Roger and show him the ways of having the baby. Oh, okay, I when think, she's giving birth, this is you what know, you do. I don't think Roger is going to have any problem with that. So I'm, I'm sure Brianna may have told him because you know they seem to have those kind of conversations and she was probably like yeah let me tell you why i left while marcely was in labor so this is what ferguson i mean this is what fergus was doing yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they've already had that conversation yeah so that's just crossed my mind right there Mm -hmm. yeah but um so i'm at the end of the episode now and Claire just heard the song. And yeah, I mean, even in the, yeah, this this is that dude. Now that I'm looking at him, it's him. It, it is, okay. You look at him from the side, you can kind of tell, but he has that curly, long hair. Yeah. That's Wendigo, Wendigo Donner. That's okay. him. Okay. That's him. And he he has the um, the gemstone in his hand. Yeah, oh yeah. And then when he, he, you can kind of see his face a little bit more, 
they don't show his face full on but you can kind of see more of the side of it but yeah i think it's him because when he gets ready to start turning towards the camera it cuts out it cuts Mm -hmm. out yeah i I think that was him okay i definitely think it was him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i guess we'll see where that goes because like i said you had him in the last season and now you have him here and you show him with the stone so obviously something is going to happen with that i don't know if that's going to have something to do with brianna and roger when they finally decide to go back but again that might not happen for a while because in the book amanda was like she was a toddler i think when they took her back like she was two or three so it's gonna be a while unless they change it again for the show because like i said she's she's pregnant a lot later in the show than she was in the book so i don't know how how that's gonna work out but like i said i don't think they show us those types of things and just they they don't show it to us and just leave us hanging Mm -hmm. so him being back in the picture and showing us the gemstone that's going to have some kind of significance it will on the story i just don't know it will i just don't know what yet Mm -hmm. like is he going to use that gemstone to uh run away once jamie finds out that he's the guy that didn't help his wife didn't help because she made that perfectly clear perfectly clear like yeah he's from my time but he didn't help me he didn't help me because they could have avoided all of that but you know what i have to say this too if that didn't happen, Lionel Brown and his men might still be alive because Jamie would not have felt compelled to kill them all mm-hmm. because nothing would have had nothing overly bad had happened to Claire mm-hmm. at that point, except she had been she had been punched a couple of times. Right. So then we would still be dealing with the whole Brown thing. And yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm. not saying that what happened to Claire had to happen in order for that to happen. They could have done something totally different, but yeah, Jamie, I think when, when Wendigo's identity is revealed and Claire realizes that's who he is, I think Wendigo's going to have some problems. Yeah, he will. He definitely will. He's going to have some problems, but some big problems. Oh, I don't know. So, but I, you know, I don't know if I feel like, I don't know if I feel like that's, we're going to get anything about that in these next two episodes, because like I said, now now that they're kind of showing Malva's true nature, I feel like what I know about this story is about to come to fruition in these next two episodes because they can't. I can kind of see how they can take care of in the two episodes. I feel like they probably would need three, but since we only have two left for the season, I don't think they would actually take this into the next season. That would be dragging it out too much. Right. And just the way they showed him to really flush that out of what's going to happen. That don't seem like that's a part of what's going on now. I don't think so. I think that's, so I would think, yeah, I think that will be something maybe next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. But okay, Jamie has fully chosen the side. Mm-hmm. Lord John is on the opposite side of him yet again. But I mean, like I said, I really feel like 
that friendship will endure oh yes because definitely if anything they they have william to tie them together yeah, even though definitely william does not know that he is jamie's son there's still that bond between jamie and lord john mm-hmm. so, so yeah i think yeah, yeah definitely he's of, not he's not gonna let this ruin you know the relationship i won't even say friendship but the relationship that they have right he's definitely not gonna let that ruin it yeah, because John is family at this point. Right, yeah. And it didn't even even seem he's like he'd be like, right. That's family. what I'm saying. He's not looking like, oh, I'm never going to talk to you again. It's more of, okay, I just, I was a little disappointed mm-hmm. in your decisions. Like, we just might have to take a break. Yeah. So yeah. Agree to dis- disagree. Just agree, agree to disagree. disagree. In a major yeah. way. But okay. I'm still happy to see you every time I see you. I know he'd be he'd be giving Jamie them looks yeah. like boy if you don't stop being so damn obvious to everybody like I guess maybe most people can't tell it but the way he looks Jamie up and down yeah mm-hmm. yeah over and that. that's been since the beginning <laughs> since the beginning well no not necessarily since the beginning because at the beginning at first he was like nah this is the dude that captured me and let me go because you remember lord john was the little was the little kid who was spying on them oh, and yeah, he captured him yeah let him go and he was like i promise you one day sir the next time we meet i'll mm-hmm. kill you, you okay so the, so the next time when he grew up he was like oh hey right but i think it was when when he tried to kill jamie and jamie was like go ahead and do it i think that's when he started looking at him differently like you oh know? wow mm-hmm. like Hmm, okay okay but um oh speaking of which so they have mentioned that they have cast william for the next season yes i'm like oh this is gonna be interesting so now i definitely need to catch up on the books we're gonna have to read the books yes we're gonna have to read the books i'm pretty sure we probably have about a year (laughs) to get through them i think we can do that you have not you have some you have summer break coming up you know something i don't have i only get a week right yes and then start also just i can do the audio i have uh two books on audiobook okay so i definitely can even listen to it okay to get through a couple quickly yeah, so yeah it's reasonable to get through they take so long. it's it's reasonable to get through um all the books before the year okay yeah that's reasonable okay yeah i think we can do it but because i'm really curious you know i only know bits and pieces of what's happened past book seven Mm -hmm. so like i do know that apparently william does find out that jamie is his father i don't know how he finds out but apparently a lot of people are like yeah william the brat i'm like how is he a brat if he's been told his whole life right and if he's upset about it he has a he actually has a right to be upset because he was lied to friends he was lied to right now depending on what he does with that anger that might be a different thing that is a different i don't know anything about that so um yes i'm not sure i know that there's some there's supposed to be some more heartbreak for ferguson marsley so I, you know, new, they're in New Bern. They're in, they're in territory where people are tarring photo I, I, print shops. So I, I don't know. I just know that there's, there's going to be a lot more stuff 
going on in the books that we'll probably see in season seven and part of me kind of wants to be surprised but at the uh, at the same time part of me wants to know what happens because I also know something like major major that happens I'm not going to tell you what that is because that one is explosive but yeah I I heard something about that and I was like wait I need to read about this so yeah I think we're gonna have to okay yes I'm gonna have to catch up Mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna tell it to you just like that to make you be like oh i need to find out what this is yeah i do that's what i feel like i need to find out yeah because i do too because like i said I'll, i've only heard like you know sometimes when you go through um when you go through like the different websites or something you'll get spoiled or you know i've done the outlander panel at dragon con for two years now and sometimes they talk about book spoilers. So mm-hmm. there are some things that I've learned from that panel. But like this one thing I heard, I was like, it was like a clutch my pearls, like, oh my God, what the hell? Like, oh, yeah, it's major. <laughs> so, mm. so yeah, we might have to uh, read those books and talk about okay. those books. And yeah, because that's one that you're going to be looking at it like, oh my God, what am I reading? What? Yeah okay i can't wait yeah two episodes left yes two episodes uh can't wait yes can't wait to see what happens with malva especially since i saw a different side of her so i don't know how to feel that damn girl so we're gonna see i can't think of what else could possibly even happen unless they finish the christy storyline in two episodes yeah oh wait 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 no i think it's three episodes i think it's it three eight. i think it's eight okay this season so what else could possibly happen hmm well i'm thinking i mean i could tell I you but i'd have to kill you know <laughs> right it's like even with the war it feels like that's going to be something that extends next season oh definitely so it's nothing and there's no conflict right now with him it's just that he chose a side on this episode give me liberty but it's nothing that would be like oh wow yeah next three episodes clearly it's gonna be all rich things yeah yeah because i don't because they were getting ready to leave wilmington so right so we're going back so pretty much it's gonna be all dealing with probably the christie's yeah but at least we had this break from well kind of sort of this this episode yeah it was a little a little little bit of have to deal with tom's old judgmental ass no not at all so that's good you didn't have to wish you didn't have to wish him upon a horse so that's good but i think you might be wishing malvo upon a horse right now right Maybe, maybe maybe not that not well well i don't know because we i don't know because we think she killed the sin eater so right i do yeah and on a horse maybe when i said to to kill someone and i mean your dad that was because of other reasons not no random reason because you want to cut off some fingers and experiment that's something totally different she's on something different i was just saying that because he was a her father was abusing her but now you want some different stuff yeah but you know what it kind of makes you wonder like is the way her father treating her is that part of the reason why she's that way you know i i can i can say probably so Mm -hmm. because he had a tight grip on her 
And with that tight grip, what tends to happen is you kind of go past the bounds of what you need to do just to be able to express yourself. Yeah. And it's that, she, it's that um, sheltered child syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely she's doing some things that other people wouldn't have done because we didn't need to do. But... It's that rebellious nature. Yeah. yeah I mean, because I know I was, well, I was first... sheltered children. My mother, did, my parents didn't let me do a lot of stuff. Now I didn't go out killing folks and putting love spells out. But you know, it's like, I understand that it's kind of like, I, I just want to be my own person. I want to be able to do stuff, mm-hmm. but she's taking that shit to extremes. Right. To the point where, you know, I all believe in, you know, free love, but you in the church with, your dad can walk in and the neighbors can walk in at any moment making out on the ground so Henderson, (laughs) right and you acting like it's roger's fault for walking in there but you know what maybe she did do that part on purpose too because she knew maybe she knew her father and her brother and roger were coming back with that bell it's not like it would be a secret because they're sitting there building the meeting house so maybe she planned that just Maybe she planned that on purpose. You know what I'm saying? To, to, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But She's trying to get Roger in her pocket or to get, you know, to have somebody that she can blackmail and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to do this. And you're not going to tell anybody. You're going to keep your mouth shut or else I'm going to tell such and right. such. Right. Or she just because like living on she- the edge, living on, and you know living on the edge like oh i may get caught i may not get caught you know because definitely no no one's gonna catch her with the um sin either so who's going looking for him no one has died so clearly no one's looking for him right now they didn't even go look for him when um old girl was having her funeral they were like where's the sin either he's supposed to be here he'll come but then you know the son-in-law paid him was supposed to pay him so clearly you go to his house and pay maybe maybe so no one was really looking for him and you know that's probably why she chose him chose him as her first victim because nobody would go looking. <laughs> <laughs> i guess that so, doggone malva christie oh goodness so mm. okay so yeah i can't wait for episode six mm-hmm. what's I the title of episode six the world turned upside down another wow. hamilton <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll meet hamilton no oh okay oh, well we'll be going, ready for our world to be turned upside down yes that yeah world's gonna be turned upside down so mm-hmm. we'll talk about that another okay. time before now that's it for our show you can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com we are on social media on facebook instagram and twitter at fandom hybrid you can follow us on our youtube channel and listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms thanks for listening we hope you join the conversation next time